get started gathering some bonus points. If you want to listen to the podcast, but maybe not every segment, just check out our new RSS Lamer Gamer Bites, which, by the way, is on iHeartRadio. <laughs> but not Lamer Gamer Bites. That's so weird. But yeah, you should totally, you know, if you don't want to, if you got a lunch break, right, that's not two hours long like some of our shows have been lately. <laughs> Right. Go to Lamer Gamers Bite and just find a segment you want to hear. Uh, I was talking to somebody before the show today, and they say, man, you know, my favorite segments are news and bonus points, and I make sure to check those out every time, but I don't necessarily listen to the other things. So, yeah, yeah. and then you can also, you know, let's say you want to know how a game plays and what our thoughts are on it. Look for our game impressions and look under the description to see what game it is. You know? Anyway, so... We are up to the question. What is our question for this week on Bonus Points, Rowdy? Man, our Bonus Points, our newest section that has been blowing up. Yes, sir. The question this week is, do you think Game Pass is good or bad for the gaming industry? Ooh. All right. So, let's unfold everything here. Uh, the, the educational, by the way, the term that I always hear in education nowadays is, let's unpackage it. Let's unpackage this here. So, Game Pass is absolutely, positively, the absolute best deal in gaming right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I cannot argue with that one bit. Again, as a Sony fanboy, I can't argue with it, man. There's so many games that I've only played just because of Game Pass... Um, and I, I literally bought just what is it the Xbox One S all digital version just for Game Pass, um, and so that me and Travis could play some games together. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's the absolute best deal ever. Now, the question: Is it good or bad for this gaming industry? It is good for getting people to buy Xboxes and to get into gaming fairly cheap. Um, especially if the Xbox Lockhart, named after Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII, a character that you could, a game that you could not play on Xbox, uh, if that actually comes out, that's going to be cheaper and you could get the Xbox Game Pass with it. Totally good deal. Mm -hmm. Now, is it bad for the gaming industry as well? Yes, because you have to consider how greedy some of the CEOs for these game companies are. You, you have to think about you know your EAs, your Activisions, your Blizzards. Um, uh, you, you have to think about a lot of these companies where their CEOs are taking home you know, 50 million plus dollar bonuses. Not That's not their salary. That's their bonuses for some years. And that's due to a bunch of, um, like, a DLC and things like that. Them charging, you know, uh, $60 for a game. Uh, then the next year, just putting a new roster into the same game with a new menu and then putting it out again for $60. So... This is why I think 
Game Pass could potentially be bad for the gaming industry because you have a lot of artists, game designers, game testers that are all just criminally underpaid Absolutely. while their bosses and CEOs are taking home $50 million bonuses. <laughs> I want one of those. So uh, uh, let's, let's talk about Naughty Dog for a minute. Naughty Dog is a, a PlayStation studio, and they have been in the news lately because of all the crunch that went into The Last of Us 2. Um, not only the crunch, but the fact that by the end of or by the end of The Last of Us 2, when it finally came out, uh, there were a lot of people who had quit um, due to the working conditions. Now, if you want people to work under these kind of conditions, put out games as fast as they can, and crunch, 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 crunch all of this stuff, and still be criminally underpaid, this is why Game Pass would be bad. Because... These people put out, you know, $15 a month. And for somebody who has a lot of time to play games, for $15 in one month, you could play a whole lot of games. And these, the way that these companies are paid are not based off of downloads. They're given an upfront contract with Microsoft. Uh, well, the third-party uh, uh, games or or you know, first party games that are not Microsoft, so like EA and stuff like that. So they're 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 given this contract, they're given X amount of money for X amount of time on Game Pass. Um and in said contract they can either include DLC or make people pay for DLC. So if the game gets downloaded a whole bunch, Microsoft can choose to re up said contract. By the way, this also goes for PlayStation Now. It, it works the same way. Yeah. Um, I guess we... I mean, Game Pass is the most popular one. By but I mean, far, I guess you yeah. could also say, you know, is PlayStation Now also bad for the gaming industry? Um, so, uh, uh, it, these companies might be less... If their games are selling real well, they might be less likely to get onto Game Pass. But now let's say their game is not doing all that well... Um, or Microsoft offers them more money on a contract than uh, their analysts projected that they would make in, let's say, a fiscal year or a fiscal quarter. Um, they're obviously going to take that, uh, take that contract. Now, their CEOs and everybody, they're still going to take those fifty million dollar bonuses, <laughs> but. The employees, I mean, they may be forced to work harder under more ridiculous conditions and still be criminally underpaid. So, uh, oh, and, and also, so the, the, the Microsoft companies, or the, these Microsoft uh, uh, game companies that are making these first-party games and putting them out, every single one of those is going to Game Pass and possibly not leaving Game Pass. Right, because um, there have been very few first-party games that have left it. Oh yeah, so the the only way that I could see this not affecting the the workers in a negative way is making 
shorter games. Now, I know that sounds a little ridiculous because, you know, when, when, when people want to buy a game, they want to get their money's worth. Now, if you're playing, if you're paying $15 a month, and let's say, um, uh, let's let's say let's say fifteen dollars a month, and Fable comes out in episodes, so you get like a ten-hour episode that comes out, and then you know six months later the next episode comes out. Now I know that's annoying to some people, but that puts a lot less strain on the workers that are putting together these games. So there's not as much crunch. Uh, there's not as much overtime and ridiculousness, blah, blah, ridiculousness like that. Now, this also comes from me, somebody who works a ridiculous amount of hours every <laughs> right. week. You know, I, I, you know, I, I understand. Like, I make money by working all these ridiculous hours, but some of these people are salary. So, as somebody that works a salary job that works ridiculous hours whenever uh, it's time to work, understandable. Exactly. So, I know I went kind of dark with that, but that's the reason why I think it's bad for the gaming industry, just because it's gonna, oh, it's gonna put so much strain on those people. The only way that you can reverse that, that you can make it better, is stop giving the ridiculous bonuses to the CEOs who don't deserve it anyways. There you go. And that's I mean, they already get millions in their salary every year. Don't give them the bonus. Well, and that, that's what is good about bonus points is we can take a... Because, like you said, some of it was positive, some of it was kind of dark. But, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to look at this uh, prop. Not really a problem, but question. So, yeah. here, here's my thought. Now, I'm thinking from different perspectives whenever I say gaming industry. Now, just personally, it's quite possibly the greatest thing for busy gamers without a lot of disposable income each month. You know, like Roddy was saying, it's the best deal in gaming right now. I can get a stupid amount of games for 10 bucks a month. You know, that's two games, two full-price AAA games in a whole year where I get about 100 games for that price, right? Because, you know, it's $120 a month. Actually, you can pay right off the bat for the full year, and it'd be cheaper. So Not, any, not anymore. Oh, uh, no, that's just for Xbox Gold. I no, I'm telling you, man, because I, I tried to do that the other oh, day. Oh, did they've, you? They've, they've taken it away. Like, it's it's the full $15 per month. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, what if I, what if I buy, like, multiples? So it's $15 a month, but for three months, it was $45. For that's six for months. ultimate right that includes xbox and pc yes yeah. the, that's the full 15 dollar one yeah 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 which I, I still think is a fantastic deal i expect that to go up possibly um because the pc is still in beta technically but even well, then didn't, you didn't huh? they just say even when xcloud comes to it it's going to stay the same price i hope so man because it's it's crazy how much you can game for that price uh so you know on that perspective from the gamer it's really fantastic in an age where games are about to go 70 dollars just to change the roster on a team of basketball players you know um yeah it's just it's so insane now at the same time we we have talked about this we talked about in a former bonus points that still isn't a whole lot of money compared to what they used to charge if you do it by inflation 
But yeah. that, that that's a topic for another day. Now, a thing that I do think is really good, not just personally and not for that little group of gamers, uh, which is everybody that probably listens to this show, um, it's good for building community if Microsoft can do it right. You know, because you have a common set of games that everybody can play that has Game Pass. I've been in different communities on Discord. I mean, remember, I remember uh, Nintendo enthusiast forums and things like that. And whenever the new big game was going to come out, it's like, hey, hey, dude, you going to buy this game this month? Hey, what about you over here? Hey, what about you? And it starts out, you get a group of people, but then it's like, oh, man, I got, I got, uh, I had my car broke down. I got to pay for this or you know, oh, I got to get my appendix taken out. Yeah, my appendix just exploded <laughs> into a fiery cannon of confetti. Uh, I had to get that fixed. With Game Pass, I mean, $10 a month is down to a meal at McDonald's, like a, a pricey meal. But everybody can, for a pretty cheap price, you don't have to buy another single physical game for the whole year and you could probably play game pass and not really be all that concerned, you know, hang on. So the, the $10 version of game pass, does that include games with gold or the, the Xbox gold so that you could play online with other people? I believe so. I will have to double check. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll double check that here in just a minute. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's kind of how I see it. Now it could be, uh, like you said, uh, it does look like that has to be ultimate. So I guess I guess you're right. Um, I don't know. I pay for the ultimate version. So I've well, been... no, I mean the 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 ten dollar version was is still good. Like to play yeah. just games. Like you you won't get to play online with other people, but mm-hmm. it's it's still a great great deal. Yeah. Let's see. It shows um, the console version. Does not look like it has gold. Uh, gold is included with Ultimate, so you are correct. Gotcha. Uh, gold is ten dollars a month, or oh. you can pay sixty dollars, I believe, for the full year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm still there's a lot of news that that's phasing out. You know, so we'll we'll see. But even then, at fifteen dollars a month, that's, yeah, that's still that's, that's still that gets you PC games, that gets you online play, and that that's still pretty darn good. That's still cheaper than a than a budget game used at GameStop, you know. And you have a hundred games to play a month, and you get new games every couple weeks. That well, you can a, try a full price game is four months of Game Pass. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you know, you got to think if you have if you have ten friends that have Game Pass, you're not going to run into a problem where somebody doesn't get that brand new game that Microsoft or that has just been put out there. You know, everybody's going to get to play it. And I think that's fantastic for communities. Now, it also helps out indie devs with extra money when they're not selling. Uh, we'll go into that with our first friend of the show at Part-Time Pixel here in just a bit. What I mean by that. But, also, it, it's it has been really disruptive to the gaming industry. I'm curious to see how Nintendo and Sony are going to react. Because Nintendo... Nintendo has the online membership that includes some games, but that's really a reaction to, hey, we got to be able to support Splatoon and all these other games that we just kind of started playing around with uh, in the Wii U era. Um, 
can we get a little money for that? We're just going to take some things that are in code that we have sitting around and throw it in an emulator. Um, so that, they haven't really reacted to this yet. Nintendo could go all out and have a really strong competitor to this, I think, pretty easily. Um, Sony hasn't really reacted either. PlayStation Now just isn't quite on the same level with first-party games, from what my understanding is. Jim Ryan is a dookie head. <laughs> so, now, at the same dude. time, Sony is trying to push the new system. You know, so... And that's how they make their money is with these uh, AAA games selling quite a bit on the first day. So, you know, I'm going to I'm curious how this is going to affect the gaming industry in the next couple of years, because it's already proving extremely successful. Now, the thing that I find it will one of the most positive things, though, I think it's going to disrupt free to play games and these mass free to play games, because now you have cheap to play, you know, $15 a month for a whole bunch of different games that have multiplayer online. Um, so, you know, because those free-to-play games are usually... Now, I say this, I'm going to go play Destiny 2 later, right? Uh, a lot of these free-to-play games, just they're missing something that a game that is a little bit higher quality has. Now, the negatives. I think AAA games are going to take a hit. Uh, I don't know if we'll see that necessary level of polish from some of the first-party games because... You're expecting a set amount of revenue on Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Now, are they, you know, because you got to look at how much do they spend on Grand Theft Auto Five? Like a ridiculous amount of money. All these Dude. Ubisoft AAA games cost ridiculous amounts of money, but they make it back if they, you know, play their cards right and they make a good game. Are we going to see that same gamble on first-party Microsoft games, or are they somewhat not going to be as worried they're not going to have that guttural um feel that something could go wrong and we lose a whole bunch of sales and all that money was wasted i don't know if the uh lack of uh you know in a way this is like a safety net for microsoft you know because there's always going to be game pass subscribers even without good first party games so that that's just a hypothetical to be concerned about i think um next up Individual game companies do this, and it sucks. I'm looking at you, EA and Ubisoft. I'm sorry, oh, but God, yeah. I know it's cheap. Like the EA thing is, it's like five bucks. But man, I could pay three times that amount, which is not a whole lot, and get a whole lot better games than what they offer on the EA store or the EA Dude, and that Game Pass, whatever it is. I think it's called. Is it EA Play? Or I, like I subscribe to it for like two months, and I'm done. Dude, like, if I'm not mistaken, like, the new sports games aren't... Oh, sorry, I burped. Yeah, you gotta play uh, old sports games. Yeah, so you get, like, the old sports games, then, like, like the Bioware RPGs and stuff like that. So what I'm gonna do is pay $5 to play FIFA 2012 and Anthem. Get out of here. And most of the games I can go get on eBay on the 1X for, like, 3 bucks if I try hard enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, so... I do have a problem with that, seeing other companies you know, joining in the bandwagon whenever they're not giant uh, providers of lots of different games. You know, it's just, it's too small of a, uh, to make it worth it, in my opinion, compared to the awesome deal that is Game Pass. Now, another thing that I think could be a negative is, will this constant flow of money 
start bringing too many companies under first parties. You know, because you think Microsoft with Game Pass, they have just been... There's a new game out called Carry On. And they are, it's like you're playing as an amorphous blob, just eating everything and using it to what you need to do. Is that Microsoft in the end with Game Pass if it gets so big? Are they dun, just going to start dun. taking all these good third parties and just kind of, you know, lightly controlling them as they are the odd little meat puppets they happen <laughs> to be after this? So, uh, you know, th those are my thoughts on it. I personally am still saying Game Pass is good for the gaming industry due to its disruptive qualities in an industry that has grown stagnant. But there are some concerns depending on how, you know, after Microsoft has thrown this in there, how everything falls. So uh, that's where I'm at. You ready to hop over to the friends of the show and see what they think? Rowdy? Yeah, let's hit it. All right. First up, uh, we'll flip flop. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. This is from at part time pixel. Uh, they say, I think good overall to the question of is game pass a good or bad thing for the industry and they mentioned specifically or he mentioned specifically an indie dev saying that their game was on game pass and they experienced a huge jump in sales because it's like free advertising and so he included this clip uh it was a for the game descenders and they oh that's it that's a downhill uh bike game yeah yeah yeah, I read about this. So little bitty, little bitty companies can get stuff. So they said, despite some initial skepticism at the idea of putting Descendants on Game Pass, it actually led to higher sales because Game Pass has made the game far more visible to potential customers. During their launch month, No More Robots, which is the company, saw Xbox sales of December's quadruple compared to their early access sales, despite not running any discounts. Apparently, they've now settled to about three times as much as before. So they're still selling, right? Uh, says that it's essentially an advertisement and ensures that the game is made visible across the Xbox dashboard. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is a common thing. I've seen that from multiple developers that their games... Now, they do put them on a discount. On, on the Xbox uh, Game Pass store, and they usually significantly discount them, like anywhere from 30 to 40%, uh, before they leave Game Pass, so you can keep the game after you've played it. So it is helping some of these devs that, especially these smaller devs that might have a couple years in between, and you know they might not have a whole lot of money to invest in a new engine, or pay for the uh, Unreal Engine 4, or anything they're using. It's an interesting uh, concept of how that helps out. So another thing about No More Robots, mm -hmm. um, they first popped up on my radar when there was a website that I will not name <laughs> okay. due to their shadiness. All um, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a website that basically resells digital, uh, digital versions of games. So they sell codes okay. on the website. So, I don't know if you know this, but codes are stolen all the time. Oh, absolutely. So, you could go and get ridiculous, um, ridiculously cheap codes off of this website. Now, let's say you get a code from this website, and then it doesn't work. Guess who has to do the refund? Who? Not that website. 
the company that made the game has to do the refund. So they lose tons of money because of websites like this. So No More Robots popped up on my radar uh, because their head honcho was basically saying, please, please, please pirate our game before you buy it <laughs> off of that website. Wow. And, yeah. and there, were, there were a whole lot more people that were when, when that website was uh, under fire. There were a whole lot more that were just like, look, please pirate the game mm-hmm. so that we don't have to like pay you because you bought a, 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 a not working copy. So, that, I mean, that probably has a lot to do with why they decided to do Xbox Game Pass because, I mean, it's, it's guaranteed income right there. All right. So I just noticed something. We have a, we have a Lamer Gamers Theater one we can do. Uh-oh. So I'm going to say this is uh, this one between Budget Arcade, uh, which you can find on all the fine podcast players, and more than a podcast, M-O-O-R-E, for more. Uh, I say we do this one Red Dead Redemption 2 style. So Southern. Okay. Okay. All right. You want you want to start out, or you want me to start out? Who are you gonna be budget? I'll be budget. All right. Go for I'll it. I'll be budget. At Game Pass is digital. At GameFly for Xbox. Granted, you don't get to choose your titles, but the selection is so good, it don't matter. Micro, uh, more than a podcast. Microsoft is trying to find a way to give gamers what they want in a way that isn't publisher-created demos. This has been one of their great genius strokes, and I think for the Series X, it's going to buffer the price of the console for a lot of gamers. Well, not to mention what's coming for at Game Pass in the near future. The ability to play your Xbox games via PC and mobile devices. Oh, well, yeah, I think... What Microsoft is doing is very good, mind you. They are creating an ecosystem that will allow most accessibility to their fans. They will be what PS Plus, Stadia, and Gamefly all wish they were. Couple that with free-to-play games that are cross-platform, and you've got a winning combination. But to answer the original question, I don't feel it has any effect, just as Gamefly didn't. Yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. Sorry, guys. Whenever we have a conversation going on Twitter, we have to act it out or something. Uh, yeah. if, it, if it's long enough, if it works. Some of these don't work real well. But, yeah, <laughs> that's not how more than, is, a podca- more than a podcast or budget arcade podcast sound. <laughs> so, when, it's, when it's two people back and forth, it works really well. Oh, it's absolutely. Uh, all right, you want to hit up Controller Disconnected? Yeah, man. Controller Disconnected podcast at con disconnected on twitter says i like the idea of offering certain titles for a single fee give space to some underrated games and microsoft can use it to push their own awesome yeah and i i definitely agree that with that too so uh the next one is it's not really an act out one uh i'll just kind of explain what what they're going with uh it's the underscore goomba uh who has a huge uh twitter page actually Uh, at the underscore Goomba, but he says it's really good for the consumer, and I wish Sony and Nintendo has something similar. PS Now comes close, but it's long off Game Pass for value. Now, we also had at JapanLover79 show up and say, I'm using it to play Microsoft's multiplayer backlog 
on PC with a buddy and it's worth every penny, which is what I kind of mentioned earlier about the community aspect. Now, we got into a discussion about Forza, which apparently has an issue on PC. Uh, so that's why I didn't want to include all of that. But uh, just so you know, a little PSA. Apparently Forza 4 has an issue on PC with certain um, wireless uh, dongles or connectors. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to hit up at the Jeffrey Morse, who is also on Twitch? Yeah. Uh, they think... It's good, very consumer-friendly, and has excellent value with a variety of games. Definitely the best subscription service in gaming. Only way I think it could be bad for the industry is if its games were ever to become only playable to Game Pass subs, i.e. no longer purchasing games standalone. That would that would suck, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, that that is a concern. And I think it's a concern for first-player games in the future. But, I mean, they're always going to be purchasable, I hope. Unless GameStop yeah. crumbles and then everybody else stops selling games. Yeah. Uh, GameStop will crumble. Uh, I, you just wait. I, I really don't want them to, though. Like, I <laughs> I still want a gaming store around. Like, there are some mom-and-pop ones, but they don't last long. I mean, they're, you know, they don't have that, that um, unadulterated cutthroat, uh, I'm only going to give you $3 for the $60 game you just bought that uh game pass has man you just can't but then can't we're gonna resell up. it for 80 yeah exactly <laughs> exactly all right uh, looking at you xenoblade for the wii yep all right more than a podcast uh did one just by himself that says game pass is good in a way i think at the end of the day microsoft can make 10 bucks from a sub model and that's great the hardcore will still buy the games they want so at the end of the day everybody wins very true like i'm gonna buy outer worlds dlc Today in Games says it's insanely good. The least talked aspect of the Xbox Game Showcase. I'm not even talking about it yet, but every game they showed is coming to Game Pass. If you walked or if you wanted to play all those games, you might be locked out by price. Ten dollars for one month gives you all of them. Crazy. Now, by the way, I wanted to mention Today in Games is moving over to big ant live on youtube he'll be producing youtube content uh, no longer using the today in games podcast so check his stuff gotcha. out over there uh all right next up is drink a beer and play a game uh podcast uh they say i think it's great huge selection and downloading it directly to the console makes the experience seamless yes 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 i mean uh, stadia compared to game pass it's so yeah. stupid price-wise, it doesn't even make sense to me. Uh, I just need a bigger hard drive. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> I have three in this Franken computer I'm using for this podcast that I'm sure everybody can Ooh. hear uh, the noise in the background because it's got a fan on it like a boat that you can go over some alligators with in the swamps. So <laughs> It's about as hot Let's behind it, here. too. All right, sorry. Uh, Matt Verish. Uh, at VG Lore Podcast, uh, I see no issue with it as long as one can afford said Game Pass. I'm all for new ways to play video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we might have two more. We need to act out. Ooh. All right. Do you do you have a, a theme for these next this next one? Um, Russian. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. 
We're very pro-game pass here. Whether it's good for industry remains to be seen, since there are a ton of factors there. But I love Game Pass, and I have played so many games I never would have bought otherwise, and many of them are amazing games that you normally cannot get in Mother Russia. So I'm going to say okay, Metro... I, I added that part. Metro Exodus is what I'm going to call this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Metro Exodus. Well, there really isn't any example of it being bad. I'd like to know what the downside is to deal. I think it benefits everyone involved. Microsoft hit a home run with this one. I meant to say, whether it's good or bad, oops. oops. Like I said, I love Game Pass, but there could be a lot of backroom things happening that aren't great, or long-term consequences that don't know about. Perceived value of games could go down. Why buy this? I have Game Pass. It's just given to me. <laughs> Unlike in Mother Russia. Yes. Uh, all right. So, uh-oh, my screen. Man, I got a new mouse the, the other day, and uh, it has the most spinny spin wheel that has ever spun before. And <laughs> I can move this stupid mouse and, draw, like, pick it up and, you know, move it over, and it spins. Okay. Yeah, I hate it. All <laughs> right, so I'm going to finish this up with a... Uh, it's a combination between GNR, uh, Frank, more than a podcast, and Lit Gaming Arena. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of read through it. Uh, GNR Frank, uh, which you can find on Twitch, says, For the industry, I think it's okay. It gets games exposure and puts them in a good view of second chance gaming. For consumers, it is an amazing value and a very good direction for the industry to head towards. Do you want to do more than a podcast on this one? Yeah, more than a podcast says, well, I think it's more than exposure, considering that consoles and game development is getting more and more expensive. What better way to buffer that expense than giving people a collection of great content to enjoy for a fee? This is basically a choice on how to game. All right, then we have Lit Gaming Arena that says, there are reports that the games getting put on Game Pass are getting paid pretty handsomely for it, too. And I've heard that, too. The, the bigger games... And even the devs, they get some money up front. Then, oh, yeah, that, that goes all about to where I was talking about yeah. those contracts. And then download, and then whenever they put it on sale before it goes away. Oh, yeah. All right, you want to get the next? Uh, so let's see here. More than a podcast ends it with, well, of course, but for every game that someone downloads, that's a $60 hit out of their pocket, the developers. So they have to make their money back somehow. I think there's a lot uh, that we have to give Microsoft credit for. This will be a close fight with PS5. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that is it from the Twitters, but we had the, the GW podcast. I'm sorry, the GW. I got I to gotta make them make a GW podcast one day. There's a lot of good users there. Uh, but the GW Discord, Game Witness, uh, we had some good ones. First up is Skies of Shoulder, uh, formerly known as Shoulder or all sorts of things with shoulder in it. Um, okay. Yeah. He says, I think it's good from the standpoint of giving gamers more options to experience games without having to shell out the additional money. Oh, this game looks interesting. Let's give it a go. For some, it could be invaluable to letting them play a game they otherwise might not have even considered. On the other hand, you never will own the games you play. So for collectors, it could be bad if more companies do follow that type of route. We already have a good understanding of what it means to buy digital, although services like GOG do exist where it's DRM-free. So this 
business of buying a game you can physically hold versus buying a license to play the game for a period of time, it's its availability can be polarizing. Yeah, I, I can see, I can understand that point because there are some games, like I said, bringing up Outer Worlds for the 15th time. I want that physical. You know, yeah. there's a lot of games on Game Pass that I will never buy physical unless like, you know, 10 years from now I see him at a flea market. <laughs> you know? Let's see here. Uh, the next one, Evil Twin says, uh, Game Pass is neither good nor bad. It's just another pricing structure slash delivery mechanism. It's partly a Trojan horse for Xbox Live Gold uh, to get you to pay for online services that are free on PC and ought to be free to any gaming platform using P2P hosting. It's dipping a toe into the full-on Netflix model which, thus far, is a lump sum payment to publishers and devs for a set amount at a time. Uh, if the future is streaming, it'll end up being a transitional fossil to our Netflixed future. Ooh, that's good. So, yeah, that, that is true. Is Game Pass just a step up? Because, I mean, if you look at the wars that happened between HD, DVD, and Blu-ray... Microsoft was really pushing things like Netflix and actually they kept HD DVD alive longer than they should have just for streaming oh services. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. They did it to undercut streaming services. Are we seeing something similar here? Now, like they said, is it just going to be part of Xbox in the future where you had to pay for it? Because there are, they're actually pricing models right now. If you don't want to pay the full price for an Xbox, you can pay something like 30 bucks a month and they'll give you an Xbox One X and Game Pass um, and it will upgrade after two years. And you can use that model mm -hmm. instead of paying for the full price right off the bat. It's it, They are just Trojan horses everywhere. Microsoft is very <laughs> smart at making money. Um, so, you know. All right, next up, Wagos. Wagos. Love Wagos. Good guy. Uh, the industry kind of jumped the shark with the free-to-play model anyway. In a future in which all games are rented and developers may see lower revenues because of it, as is the case with Spotify, games might default more often to in-game microtransactions to sustain, sustain themselves. I don't know where that leaves single-player mid-budget or indie games. So... Yeah, like I said, it's a it's a disruptive thing. Now, Evil Twin did have a uh, reply. Do you want to get Evil Twin's reply to Wagos? Yeah, uh, that's a good point on the Spotify angle. Music was stuck in a rut between free slash Napster tunes and buying overpriced full albums for $20 at Target. The Spotify model isn't ideal, but it at least gives musicians something, and semi-services... Uh, as a kind of indie radio with the suggestions playlist. Gaming is stuck in a different way. Maybe Zelda and Red Dead Redemption had the development hours sunk in to justify $60, $70. A Madden roster change doesn't. And now you have a generation of Fortnite players who want to play, who want to pay their own price. Don't even get me started <laughs> on Spotify. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll be here all day, but... Uh... <laughs> As a joke, I kind of put in the notes underneath complaining about Fortnite players. Okay, Boomer. Um, but I kind of agree with him. I think that the free-to-play model and how popular and fast it can spread, uh, 
is sometimes not good. And I think it bit mobile and free to play really did a number on good AAA games for a while. Mobile and free to play are our faults. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we let it happen. All right, so uh, we had a series of people uh, respond on... Uh, actually, it's just two. We just had a conversation. Uh, on the, the Texas Discord. Uh, so Roach Dono? Yeah, you want to get Roach Dono? <laughs> As a non-Xbox player, I am neutral. Switzerland. They're Switzerland <laughs> and World War II. They, they don't care either way. There is no Axis or Allies in this discussion. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Let's see... Utinger? Is that how you yeah, say it? Yeah, he's got an awesome raccoon. Uh, <laughs> I love raccoons. Says, uh, I don't have an Xbox, but I have enjoyed the PC version. So there there are people on PC. Now, I asked them um, some questions, and uh, they said, if I had an Xbox, I'd absolutely get the Ultimate Game Pass. It says, close to a Netflix for games that people have always said they wanted. And then I, I kind of pushed further. Uh, Do the games announced yesterday make you want to get an xbox in the future uh i did tell them that this isn't part of the podcast but it, it's so interesting I, I had to add it uh most of what they showed said that it was coming to windows pc as well as xbox so if it's going to be on pc i'll probably pass on the console i love the ease i didn't i didn't even think about that yeah i love the ease of use of a console but i hate having to pay for in- internet access i already pay for yeah yeah Live oh, snap. and PS Plus being required to play multiplayer is really annoying. I get that they have added value with everything that's tacked on, but I wish multiplayer wasn't locked behind the paywall. So that makes me think, I still think gold is already being phased out. I really think, uh, I'm going to do a prophecy, a lame Stradamus prophecy. That's Good. what that's going to be my new th- our, our new thing whenever we uh, make... Uh, unsubstantiated rumors or guesses or bull uh, that they are going to get rid of Xbox Gold by the time Xbox Series X comes out and it's just going to be Game Pass and it's going to be $10 to get your online a month yeah because there's no point if Xbox Gold is already $10 a month so lamer lamer socrates agrees yes lamer socrates he was a philosopher though he wasn't a wasn't quite a a thing yeah that's why i'm just agreeing okay it's 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 rational it's a rational (laughs) answer all right uh do you have anything else before we close out the show man this has been a it's been a long show no man i think that's it for me all right guys so uh, thanks for listening to the bonus points segment and for the whole show if you've been here the whole time. Now, if you want to listen to the whole episode at once, look for Lamer Gamers Podcast wherever you find your podcast except for iHeartRadio. But if you just Ugh. want to hear part of it, Lamer Gamer Bites is where you can go to. That is actually on iHeartRadio and a bunch of other places. Uh, actually, I'm working on getting it on more places. But it is on the big ones, Apple, Spotify, and uh, iHeartRadio. But by the way, bytes is B Y T E S. Yes, because we're nerds and we're lame and we have to use hackser speech. So, uh, it's it's the truth. Now, we do try to record this weekly. This week we are not recording live on twitch.tv slash lamergamers podcast, but but I'm working on some things. I'm gonna figure some things yeah. out to make it better 
in the future for you because people like the live shows. So we're going to keep giving them to you. All right. Yarp. Yarp. All right, dude. I think it's time to go. We've been talking forever. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. We will see you back next week at the Lamer Gamers Podcast. (laughs) Thank you.